Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Spawncast episode 283. There's a couple of us here. We're missing a whole bunch of people, actually. Everyone's got life stuff happening. And then Sean found himself at a party somehow with a magician. But Nate might pop in randomly as we're going along here, as he tends to. So we'll uh, we'll have we'll have I think most of the crew back next week because MVG should be back from traveling. So just in time to see Silent Hill actually get revealed. But uh, we we still we still have some people to to talk about a few things here tonight. Let me start with we have Dreamcast guy. How we doing? Uh, good, good. Gaming, living, splatting, splatting. Yeah, and then you're also playing Splatoon. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> good, good to have you here. Good to have you here. We got Jordan Fringe. Hello, I, Jordan. I am here. You're at right time too. After that Ubisoft event, all the Assassin's Creed is everywhere. Yeah, lots the of Assassin's Creed. Guy. Mm-hmm. All right, good, good, oh. good. Then we have, oh, okay. Okay, well, let me go to, hey, Evan was here first. I'm going to Evan. Evan, how we doing? I'm doing all right. You can go to Nate, Evan though. actually <laughs> played Splatoon. Not he online. played a relevant game that has that was released in this year. <laughs> so, I don't know how much longer I'm going to do it for. <laughs> what Evan if I gave you, I'll give you $2. Let me give you $2 to get one month of online. You won't no, regret I it. I don't want to. No, I will regret it. I don't want to do it. You'll like that. No, you really liked Splatoon 2 online, though. You loved you it. You say really liked. Like, it was. Dude, you were like, like I didn't were, play it for more than a month. You're like, yeah, max level. It's like, what? It, it just came out. <laughs> I wasn't max level. I hated the leveling in that in 2. I never got anywhere near max. It Nate took said forever. he jumped in a game with you and you were just sniping it, everyone. Yeah, it's Everyone's easy to shit on people who him. don't know how to play like, yeah killing killing children is half the fun that's the whole we were reason playing with click that's the whole reason sean plays on the switch is because there's no skill like it's, oh, we were playing go. with click and you were dominating her it's what i do <laughs> i mean it was so bad we played two matches and you're like i'm done i've destroyed everybody and i'm not playing anymore i've proved my point and then you just quit you don't have to like things you're good at that's all that's all i'm gonna say it's not anyway, something that man. has to happen yeah I don't do this for pleasure. I do it for pay. Basically. Yeah. If you want to win, you just get Evan in your party and, and roll. It's, it's literally worth paying the, the, the assassin for uh, his month of online. <laughs> I, mean, I think one of the matches, it was like me and Evan versus four actual humans because like our players quit and we still won. <laughs> Evan was Evan just wiping went... everyone out while you were... Yeah, Evan was just sitting on top of a tower with a gun just... <laughs> and it was just like, okay. We have Nate. Nate the Hates here. How are we doing, Nate? Yes, I am dealing you... with some nonsensical stuff. So. Okay. Your sounds, house invaded sounds by actually crickets? Like everyone... Hey, but you're, you're here, though. <laughs> you're here doing that. It sounds like everyone was kind of doing that this weekend. Uh, but good to have you here, Nate. You do have a... We'll, we'll talk about that in a bit. But you have your own prediction. You have a predictions episode coming up this week, don't you? Once the direct's actually announced, Yes. Okay. Okay. It's just preemptive recording because we won't have time to record it when it's actually announced. So it's yeah, that's pretty early. much what we're talking about. When's a little, it going to be announced? About it tonight, just the events of of this weird week. So uh, announcement Monday, according to the Nate the Hate Twitter account. Whoa. I'll be honest. We've been looking forward yeah. to this direct for so long. I assume like it's been a long time. It, I feel like it already happened. I'll be honest. I mean, there's two that we've been looking forward to Sony's event and Nintendo's event this entire yeah. time, like just waiting. And it seems like at least one of the two is going to happen here pretty soon. So, well, the problem with the Sony event, it was mostly that was a lot of assumption based on historic patterns of the last two years that Sony would have an event in early September. There was never any factual backing to it was going to happen. 
That's true. I mean, that's kind of how we line up the Nintendo Directs too, though, and sometimes it works out. Yeah. So I felt all of Xbox Twitter keeps being like, "Good morning, PlayStation Showcase today." Ah! <laughs> so, but hey, we're finished up with summer basically now. So into the fall, we'll see what happens. But we do have, let's see, we have the Jim Ryan, Phil Spencer stuff that was heating up this past week about Call of Duty exclusivity. We'll touch on that. God. Splatoon 3, we'll do some uh, impressions on it because it's, it is quite the, the game to get through online for multiplayer. It takes a while to, to unlock everything. So we'll just kind of talk about what we've experienced so far. The weird week of like the false alarm for the Nintendo Direct rescheduling. It was all over the place with that. And then we did have the Ubisoft Forward, which Jordan Fringe, I'm sure, can give us some of the rundown on that since he's a big Assassin's Creed guy uh, and, and tell us all about that one. And we have a Discord question over there we can start with. With Temtem officially releasing this week, how many of you plan on playing it? I'm actually going to... Yeah, yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna play it. I played uh, it when I get a in chance. early access. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Apparently, it's, early access apparently it's significantly time. different now. No, yeah, they added a ton access. of stuff since when I played it, and I loved it back then. So it should be really yeah. good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm 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 looking at it. I'm looking at it. I'm I think I might pick it up on the maybe on the PlayStation. I don't yeah, because I'll be playing Pokemon on my Switch. It's like if I go to put them both on the same system, it's kind of yeah. Uh, I'll probably do that on the PlayStation or something. Um, see how that works out. Let's get Evan. Will Symphony of the Night ever mm -hmm. port to Switch? Mm, they have it in that co that little collection. I'd like to, th I'd like to think so, but I don't know. That seems like it's kind of stuck on Sony's platform. For some there was there was a thing a couple of years ago when Sony had done the Rondo of Blood with Symphony of the Night. Is that Konami had to use Sony's build oh. of Symphony of the Night from the PSP? So Sony may have some sort of rights to that specific build because I think Konami lost the original source I, code. I believe it. It's Konami. <laughs> so there might be some legal issues in terms of Symphony, Symphony of the Night coming to other platforms, not to say that can't be solved, but just a licensing agreement where Sony gets X percentage of every sale if it comes to Switch or Xbox. But I think that's the reason we haven't seen it come to other platforms in the last several years. They got they got the pachinko machine source code backed up left, right mm -hmm. and center. But the Symphony of the Night, one of the best games ever made. It's like, oh, whoops, someone call Sony. Yeah. Press delete. <laughs> yeah. Great. Great. All right. Let's uh, you know what? Let's we'll start with the, the Phil Spencer, Jim Ryan stuff, because this it's got a lot of little touchy online with with Jim Ryan, who is it just me. Or does Jim Ryan need a PR person? Yeah. Or. I, what's weird is seeing how many lawyers and stuff probably saw this weird ass statement before he released it because it's it's bad. It's it's very interesting. Like I I mean he just doesn't seem the best at maybe I mean I guess he's really good at numbers in the background like making the numbers work out at the end. He's not very good at communicating to people. <laughs> Specifically just just PlayStation people like at all. He just he comes off very I don't know I guess cold straightforward calculated. I'm not sure but it it's not what we've been used to with PlayStation for how they would normally talk to people. Um, but this was after Phil Spencer had said, he made it public that they sent a written agreement to Sony promising call of duty on PlayStation in parity for several years. That being after the marketing deal, which apparently is like two years through 2024. And then Jim Ryan went to 
games industry with Christopher Dring and said, I hadn't intend to comment on what I understood to be a private business discussion, but I feel the need to set the record straight because Phil Spencer brought this into the public forum. Microsoft has only offered for Call of Duty to remain on PlayStation for three years after current agreement between Activision and Sony ends. After almost 20 years of Call of Duty on PlayStation, their proposal was inadequate on many levels and failed to take account of the impact on our gamers. We want to guarantee PlayStation gamers continue to have the highest quality of Call of Duty experience, and Microsoft's proposal undermines this principle. By the way, the, the agreement was sent over to Sony. This would have been in January. But they, they would have then... I mean, he's just reiterated it here that uh, not good enough, basically, for that for that deal. Three years after the two years, that would probably put it basically the rest of this generation. So like 2027 or so. Uh, well, so the PS5 would just have Call of Duty the entire time. So it feels like a lot of the conversation around this is that it certainly sounds hypocritical. Can we all agree that if Sony was buying Activision, the first thing they'd say is everything's exclusive. So it feels weird. They're like, like hey, Xbox I, hasn't even said it's exclusive yet. Yeah. And Sony's already offended. I think going forward, like new Call of Duty's, yes. Like Warzone would probably stay where it is because they're doing that with Destiny. But like the next Call of Duty that's outside of that marketing deal, I feel like Sony would be like, yeah, it's PlayStation now. Mm -hmm. <laughs> that would kind of be it. Um, but it's uh, this is it's interesting because now we're seeing this start to spill out into the public where we originally saw it from the. It was in Brazil. Yes, because that'd be translated where people found some of the the language back and forth between Sony and regulators around why they thought Call of Duty should not go to Microsoft, basically. Um, but we'll this is this is all a publicity stunt by Jim Ryan and a desperate ploy to make this deal not go through. Because every single time they bring up Call of Duty, the only reason they're using Call of Duty is that they have this marketing deal for the next couple of years. This is an important strategy for them to advertise that they have the maps, that they have all this other content coming to the platform exclusively before it comes to Xbox or anywhere else. So he wants to make this the big talking point. I mean, Activision has loads of other IP. Why are those never coming up? Well, they're not as relevant as Call of Duty. But when we look at his statement, it's he's angry that Microsoft is promising Call of Duty for the duration of this generation. Right. Now, when we get closer to 2027 and the arrival of the PlayStation 6, Sony and Microsoft can sit down and come to another agreement with terms of how this is going to play out. He's preemptively making a big deal out of something that may not be an issue. And it's all to make this deal not go through. And it's going to go through whether Jim Ryan likes it or not. But this is his desperation play. This is his dying breath to make something happen in their favor. You know... I thought a little bit more about this, the timing and all of this. I, I I almost feel like this is a this is a move on Phil Spencer's part, knowing that Jim Ryan would have to comment on it because he would have to, as he says, set the record straight. Since basically, if they took the deal, then regulators, there would be nothing that Sony could say because then they would have agreed that it's fine. We, we're good over here because Microsoft sending out paperwork to try to get everything fixed ahead of regulators is more like a sign of good faith towards that and trying to work all this out with competitors in the market. So if it got out there that they took the deal, which kind of is what Phil Spencer sort of was like, oh, we sent it over several more years. We're good, right? And I guess Jim Ryan was like, well, we have to, I mean, I have to say something. Mm -hmm. So he was kind of forced in a position of, it's not good enough. We can't do that because they're still trying to fight it. Like you're saying, Nate. So if they said, oh yeah, we got the deal. 
it's good. What are they fighting then? Because they've just come to terms that they have that they're they've accepted the deal and that it mm -hmm. like they're like, well, it's going to go through. We're good the rest of this generation. I did a video talking about it. My thought was, and maybe <clears throat> maybe I'm sort of undermining the severity of this, but I think Jim Ryan's just sort of posturing to try and get as much favor as possible out of the Call of Duty contract. It's just like I think they're fine with the Activision acquisition as long as they get to eat too. I, I think. I don't know. I, I think they'll make a lot of money off of Overwatch microtransactions and Diablo three sales and stuff. So I think I, I took that as them saying like, all right, you're going to take everything and put it on Game Pass, which will help Xbox. We just want to make sure we can still put a $60 price tag on it over here. I think I mean, it's the marketing as well. The marketing's big. That's how Sony mm -hmm. did really well during the PS4 is they saw what Microsoft did with the 360. And Microsoft had this weird thing with the Xbox one where they almost got away from games in general. It was very strange. And I guess the Call of Duty marketing just kind of went back up and Sony was like, we'll, we'll take that. And you put Call of Duty logo next to a system. And I mean, the past couple generations, it, it sold that system. The 360 sold really well with Call of Duty and PS4 sold really well with it. So I feel yeah, like that's kind of, that's something I think that Sony's like really frustrated by is that the marketing stuff will go away for PlayStation. That, that really helped them with like the mainstream casual audience. Uh, and also it helped hold up their online subscriptions. There's a lot of people who buy PlayStation Plus to play Call of Duty online specifically. So you lose that too. And like potentially in the future, if they're like, what if they don't put Call of Duty on our system? Those numbers could go down. It, it's 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 interesting. So I, I just I don't see a future where Microsoft is going to take Call of Duty from its multi-platform base. They yeah. know that Call of Duty is the phenomena that it is because it is spread out mm -hmm. across all these different platforms they're not yep. going to rein that in and say you can only play it on the xbox because that means a large percentage of the call of duty base will not invest in that game and they'll look for something else microsoft well, isn't stupid let me ask you this, this. let me ask you this minecraft Nate. away did they you know they kept that everywhere they kept that well, everywhere. the the pushback i keep seeing to the micro the I'm not talking over anybody. I see Nate lighting up. Oh, no, it's his crickets. Okay. Um, the, the, I keep seeing people say they couldn't take Minecraft away, that Minecraft already had like sales agreements and it would have been more complicated to rewrite them. Mm -hmm. But I, I haven't seen anybody back that up. I just keep seeing that claim. I, I could see like them, for example, Modern Warfare 2 gets the remaster treatment for the campaign. I could see them going like, you know what? That's just, that's just Game Pass. And just, that's it. But like, I think you're right now. I feel like, the marketing and the idea that, hey, you can sign up for Game Pass and get this $70 game that has already been set before they even buy Activision. Like Activision Blizzard charges 70 for Call of Duty. Uh, it's it's 70 here or it's Game Pass here. You just if you have it, you just download it. And then the marketing Xbox logo Call of Duty all over the place. That's well, that we, might be enough. Can't we use MLB The Show as a similar example here? It's $70 on the PlayStation 5 or it's on Game Pass. Has yep. Sony seen a decline in sales on the PlayStation ecosystem? I don't. You I can't compare, but what? I mean, I it, Call of Duty is going to sell probably six times more, maybe more than that, than MLB The Show each year. I mean, in, yeah, but yet. that's the thing. But that's the reason they would stay on PlayStation. Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah, if you're Microsoft and you're like, all right, we'll collect the money and, and hey, we'll, we'll use it as marketing for for game pass well i feel like xbox's strategy has also been make you use game pass every day i think that's kind of their thing is even for people like us who own all the consoles 
if they put that on Game Pass, I'm going to play every Call of Duty on Game Pass. Even Probably, if I got yeah. a free, even if I was going to possibly yep. buy it, I'm like, no, I'm buying it at Game Pass. It's Screw it. It's also going to be Game Pass on PC as well. Yeah, hell yeah. Boom. So you can play it on PC. And just grab it there. Then you can go like, yeah, because Call of Duty comes out right now every year. That seems like a good way to just play Call of Duty for fun and then move on to the next one and not have to necessarily buy it. So. I, I mean, that's, I think, what a lot of people would end up doing eventually as they kind of transitioned over to the next generation. I still think Sony is like looking at the PlayStation 6. Like, it, it sounds crazy because it's so far away, but that's their job is to plan 10 years ahead. And they're like, ooh, that would be that would be a really tough launch to go up against if they have marketing for Call of Duty and all their Activision Blizzard games next to their Xbox Series SX or whatever they call it. But they might not be allowed to call it that. I don't know. <laughs> but whatever, whatever they end up calling it. So that's it's interesting. It's spilled out into the public. I I just you know, I kind of just want this deal to get done so we can move on from it. I feel like we've been talking about this thing for years and it, it hasn't been that long at all. Uh, it's just like every little bit of news that comes up, it blows up headlines. It blows think, up headlines because people want to use it as a fanboy war. I mean, it, the deal's going to I think the deal's eventually going to go through. Microsoft look, is betting on it going through and they But why is it whenever I go on social media, all I see is people saying Call of Duty's terrible, it's recycled every year. Why do people buy Call of Duty? And now all of a sudden it's this key talking point for so many people and they don't even care about Call of Duty. It's just because maybe in 5 to 6 years Microsoft may make it exclusive, though there is no clear intent that that is happening. If anything Microsoft has repeatedly said that's not their goal. That's true. That's true. Well, they, I mean, at this point, PlayStation just wants it in writing. Perpetual I mean, PlayStation, yeah, PlayStation wants it in writing that Microsoft is going to say, for the rest of eternity, yeah, Call of Duty can come exist. to the PlayStation console. <laughs> They're never going to give you that type of no. assurance. They're playing this generation by generation. In five years, we can come back to the table and we can negotiate. Who knows and what's going to happen in five years in gaming, though? Like, we, like, think about five years ago now. Like we were, we were, the switch had launched and we're like, look at this weird device. And it's now look at it. So like that, you see how five years here. just changes so much. In well, that's gaming, the thing. I mean, know? five years, the Xbox as a platform may not be a thing that Microsoft finds yeah. viable. The that's PlayStation true. could get, Sony could put a new head in charge of PlayStation and it tanks the whole sector. How, Who how knows old is, what's going to happen? Actually, how, how old is Jim Ryan? I feel like he's a bit older, so he might, he he might in his mind, he might, towards the end of this generation, retire anyway. Or he'll be removed. You know what? <laughs> it's, it's always... <laughs> well, Holy hell, he is not that old. He's, he's 56, but that man looks 70. I mean, you still get above 60 and you start thinking like retirement, like at, in those kind of positions, but... Yeah, he's, uh, he's going to Reggie himself. Uh, I mean, hey, you get to that position, you're very comfortable, and you're like, yeah, let's let's go do some book tours and all this and call it a day. So I, Sorry. you're right though, Nate. It's possible he could. He, I mean, who knows how this generation goes? I guess there is a. It's always possible that towards the end he gets removed or something. I don't know. Uh, I mean, right so. now Jim Ryan doesn't exactly have a lot of good press around his name. He really doesn't. He every time like he he needs a PR person. They need they need to get Kevin Butler back. I know Kevin Butler. Kevin Butler got fired for the dumbest reason ever. Anyways, they got to hire that guy back. You know what? If he, if he, it, it'd probably be easier for Kevin Butler to tell people prices on the PS5 were going up with some of those commercials they could have done. Yeah, yeah they were, he was in a those... TV show and played with the Wii. So, yep, he he did a giveaway for a Wii in a car commercial, <laughs> so they fired him. Oh. His contract specifically said you can't hype up other game consoles. 
<laughs> they gotta find a new a new hype man then <laughs> and just have jim ryan operate in the shadows quietly well, that, uh, I'm kind of curious. I wish we knew more about Jim Ryan's credentials because a lot of his public statements are weird. In my comment section, people keep bringing up how he seems to hate retro games. It's like, how does he feel about PlayStation Plus Premium? Like, I don't know. It's It seems so weird. He's a very good businessman. Seems like he hates PlayStation Plus Premium. That's what it seems like to me. <laughs> He's given us some uh, questionable game titles in there, as is, is what I'll say. So, yeah, all two of them. Yeah, well... I, uh, I, I, there's not really much else to say about this deal at this point. It's just, I, it just needs to go through and it's not going to go through for another six to seven months, probably. So it's going to be a whole bunch of this still, because once you get past October, uh, they're not going to sign any deals in throughout like the holidays or anything. That would be, they, they might, I, I thought Phil Spencer may have been overly hopeful, but I thought he said it'd be closed early next year. It made it sound like January to me, but maybe I'm uh. smoking crack. Well, they have until like mid next year, basically, to get it through. So I yeah, and they they're gonna do a lot more of these type of investigations because Sony's gonna say, "Look, this is a monopoly on this IP. We want you to look into it to make sure there is no, you know, collusion, there's no interference." So Sony's gonna continue to try to put up speed blocks to draw this yeah. out as long as they can. Yep. 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 Hey, who knows? Maybe the maybe FC tries to block it. Microsoft sues that we go to court for discovery and see all kinds of cool stuff. Yeah. Show me that PlayStation six prototype. Yeah. <laughs> uh, let's, uh, let's go to Evan for a discord question. What's more hollow, the PS five revision or Jim Ryan's heart. Oh man. <laughs> <laughs> well, Is that X trash lost or whatever the hell or the, <laughs> that's a good one. Oh man. Uh, that's, that's good. You have another one, Evan? With all the press Ryan. on, no answer. You're going Jim Ryan. All right. With all the yeah. press on Sony and their revisions to the PS5 since launch, has Microsoft done anything to their systems with the internals? Oh, that's a good question. I don't know. You know, the Series X, I don't believe, has gone through a ton of revisions or anything yet. It's kind of I mean, still the same. There's been no reports of any model yeah. number change at retail, so I would imagine not. Yeah, it's just Sony's been moving the PS5 around a lot, trying to shrink down costs yes so they uh they over engineered that thing from the start though uh they, they, they put i think i think they overshot it which after the ps4 pro i don't blame them because that was not great and then of course they did it right before a lot of material and component costs sh shot through the roof so they're uh they're trying to dial it back but i think they may have moved to a smaller fabrication with this new playstation 5 which is interesting because we could actually end up seeing a ps5 slim in like a year or two then so I, i'd like to to see that though, I think that'd be cool. Let's go to Splatoon 3. Okay, I picked it up. Max, you got it. Evan has it. Jordan has it. Nate didn't pick it up. Nope. You played the Splatfest though, didn't you? For like half an hour. Okay, okay, okay. That's fine. That's fine. I played, the, I've been playing the multiplayer for several hours now um, with a bunch of randoms that would jump on. And one time I was walking through and RGT was just sitting in the lobby and it was like, I'm about to do regular battle. So I just jumped into his randomly. So I like that. That was cool about the lobby system where you can just walk up to people. What do we think about Splatoon 3, though? Some honest, honest impressions on it since it's uh, it is a long trek for the multiplayer. But where we are now, how are we feeling? It's my favorite DLC of the year. <laughs> it's good. It's fun. Uh, it feels like Splatoon. And see, uh, I was I said that and that people were telling me that uh that uh, halo infinite will get, will get multiple will get content eventually 
when I said that, I said, that's definitely Splatoon. <laughs> and then people told me that uh, Halo Infinite was an issue. But all I'm seeing is Halo Infinite at an 87 on Metacritic and Splatoon 3, three points behind it. That's weird because like That's one right. of those games launched complete, which is weird that the uncomplete one is rated higher. Hey, I'm just saying we had another Splatfest this past week, and that was when I put Halo's Metacritic next to Splatoon 3's Metacritic going. How you I mean, feeling, Jordan? I, I'll say I like Splatoon. I don't like new Halo. <laughs> That's I, I I don't really care about the ratings or scores on that. It's just personal preference. Uh the game is fine. Like it's it's just more Splatoon. It feels good to be playing more mm. Splatoon. Is there a big enough like I like just from looking at it and playing at it enough difference from the second game? No. But then again, I'm not a pro Splatoon player who can maybe notice certain gameplay styles like uh like Miss Click when I was playing with her last night. Uh she was noticing certain mechanics were different and calling them out as we were playing. And that's cool. I like that she's able to notice a lot of that stuff and because she's I think she has like some like 15,000 hours in, or 1,500 hours into the game. And I only had mm. like 19 into Splatoon 2. So, you know, it's um, still good. It's good. It's more Splatoon. I like a lot of the features. The game looks good. The the paint, the splat itself uh, looks mm -hmm. really good. I think it's the best looking texture. Visually uh, looks for, very good, yeah. For any uh, current Switch game right now. And uh, yeah, it's fun. I'll, I will be continuing to play it. It looks forward. good on the OLED too. Like the OLED, yeah. you have all these different colors of paint on the ground, and like they're mashed up and stuff. It looks like you get one of those like really bright pink like paints on the ground when you're going. It, it looks really good on the OLED display. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Or, or if you just have it like an OLED. Oh god, obviously. Loading screen. Like, it is the OLED screen really makes a difference for that, for that game in particular. But I I do like a lot of the matchmaking stuff that they've set up. Being able to jump in and out of games with friends is, uh, yeah, the orange looks That's nice. That's insane. Too. I love it. Yep. Uh, the, the entire matchmaking, the suite for jumping online and, and playing with friends is a lot better. I, I will say that. I, I like the lobby they have set up where you can kind of mess around with the, like the dummies that are set up and you can see the, how much damage you're doing and you can mm -hmm. try out all the extra stuff. Yeah. Like I do like that. Uh, that they have there and then you'll see your friends pop in you have your little locker you have a the card table upstairs they have they try to make it seem like there's a lot going on there when technically there's there's not because it's really just you there you know mm -hmm. until you're going into a battle well have um, you seen if if you do a battle and then you say mm -hmm. i want to keep this team they'll be inside yep. that room with you and they can splat and practice with them I think my favorite thing is, but my thing always with Splatoon 2, because Splatoon 2 is my most played Switch game, is it felt like every time I picked it up, you'd have to sit through that stupid explanation of the maps and all the news updates. I like that this feels much more pick up and play. It's cool that the second you pick it up, you can literally just be in the lobby. It doesn't stop you. Sometimes it'll say something in the corner, but I like that you can just go straight into a game. You can splat and do your like equipment even while it's setting up the next match. I don't know. It's it's much faster when it comes to like the time between turning on my console and splat and bitches. But the single player, how how is that? How is that so far? I love it. I think Evan's a little bit further than me, but I I like it. I it's not as good as Octo Expansion, which is one of the weirdest things. Octo Expansion is just 
huge and puzzle focused and fun it feels weirdly downgraded from octo expansion which which is not even that much of an insult because octo expansion is just like some of the best dlc i've ever played so a step below that isn't really a big shock but if it's the same studio i don't understand how it's not better or you, bigger it's shorter what are you doing in the single player evan i'm just on one of the islands like, just tearing through it it's they have different islands and stuff set up yeah, and they give you different tools to solve. It's just a problem-solving thing. It's a tutorial where you kind of have to prove that you're good at what they're showing you to then get further, but not okay. always. Like, you can skip stuff. You can get around yeah. things and not really care. Right. But uh, right. and then there's an occasional boss fight, which is just a basic puzzle. It's... Okay. Yeah, shoot their hand back at them and kind of stuff. Yeah. Okay, okay. All right. I mean, the online, I assume, is where the primary focus is going to be for a lot of people. I mean, how much? How long is a single player? I don't know. I haven't beaten like it, but it's probably, yeah, it's probably probably not too long. But the main thing is it's going to show you mechanics for weapons and, uh, I guess, supers that weren't in the second game. Because I already got to use the uh, the sticky hand, which is pretty cool. Uh, it's like a Spider-Man thing. You can just fling oh, yourself yep. around the map. Then I also got to use the crab tank and I think crab the bow tank. and arrow. I like was, the, uh, pretty good. I like the katana we just splat tana yeah the splat was tana. Cool. i was i was using that and i was having a good time with um with that one they the charging ability where you kind of send it vertically at people uh that one i've been having a lot of fun and i've been using like the splat dualies that's the other dualies the other weapon the main the dualies, uh, i get yeah. to try the splat tana with uh, we're doing salmon run mm -hmm. and um every round it you get a randomized weapon and uh some weapons i'm realizing that how do people play with half these weapons they're just like awful to use. I will tell you what I'm playing. I usually run into people who are just using the same weapons like all the time. Like uh, I tend to see the aerosol thing, like the air spray one. Mm -hmm. That's what every I've seen Sean. And I think I've seen Wood use that like every time. Like they never change all of it. I only I only use it. I love it. That was the two. Like I always see the paint roller. There's always a paint roller on the map, and there's always like that uh, the air. The aerosol gun one um, i've been trying to jump between like i try to use the paintbrush which is cool because you can just kind of fling almost like a shotgun blast in front of you but if you hold it down it turns into a mini paint roller so that was kind of neat uh and i tried the paint bucket i've i just got the try shot uh bow and arrow things i've been trying to play around with these different ones but i generally go back to either the splat dualies or i'll just go to the paint roller so um but the the, the splat tana is right there with them so i want to want to try using that more but I, uh, I I do like what I'm seeing so far. It does feel like Splatoon, though. I will say it's not. They didn't do anything to try to reinvent the wheel or any any of that. They just stuck with it. And by the way, that's actually why I think Halo Infinite outscored it, Jordan, is because Halo Infinite tried to do an, like a uh, a single player that was an open world Halo game, which is something we hadn't seen before. Whereas why Splatoon that in the 3 back half of the game? is uh is just splatoon again yeah did the reviewers stop halfway through the single player? yeah <laughs> i like, know right the, the concept back half. was great and then they just forgot about it the back half of so. halo is is just like halo again just the old halo games well, here, here's the hallway it's, go. it's more boring than old Halo. like it's 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 not even on the same level as old halo is yeah. the problem. it's just well, the same room over and over again except you either turn left into it or I, right jordan i gotta it. tell you though when we did the co-op me uh nate and and sean we actually got him into a campaign which he's never done in halo before oh, that's dude weird. it was a blast nate tell me that wasn't fun that campaign co-op it was fun but i mean we were also we were screwing around with a lot of stuff with see i mean i was in the tank you were destroying some things sean was just kind of 
dicking around and I'm just rolling up behind him with the tank blasting elites yep. and everything. Then we're Spider-Manning all over the place with the grapple hook. I mean, the see, co-op is going to be a blast when it launches in November. See, Nate and the 200 crickets agree with me. Oh, it's definitely uh, more than 200. <laughs> and they're coming for him. So some of the things I, I think that could have been cool with Splatoon 3 is if they had a, I don't know, like a big team mode, but like, a, like maybe a six on six or an eight on eight. Just get like more people on a larger map. I don't know if that would have affected the performance or anything because they do try to keep it at a solid 60 frames the whole time, which they kind of need to for a competitive game. That's what I would like to see maybe in the next one, because this should be the last platoon for this generation of hardware. Uh, maybe the next one they go with like a, like a larger scale Splatoon battle. I think that would be really cool to, to try. And the single player open world. Sure. Whatever you want to go and do something crazy with it. That'd be fine too. But I think that would set that game apart from these, past three splatoons even is to do something wild like that so but hey if you like splatoon it's more splatoon and it's very good it's 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 a very high it's a high quality polished competitive multiplayer experience third person shooter you don't really see as many of those from the first parties anymore so mm -hmm. and, and the best part is definitely the fact that this is the worst the game will ever be like the splatoon games always launch with like a good amount of content and get tons and tons and tons of free updates so seriously like if you're into splatoon it's only going to get better track record we can go on with the second one it's uh yeah we will see plenty of updates. it said two years worth of content for this one and uh i mean after seeing two i believe them so i think they'll continue on with the splat fest we'll see what they have set up for us they had rock paper scissors last time They've done ketchup and mayo, all kinds of things. <laughs> so we'll see. We'll see what creative things they come up with uh, with there. Let me go over. I'm going to grab some of the super chats. Evan, if you want to hit us with another Discord question. Uh, a Splatoon-specific one. Is it oh, worth yeah, yeah. buying it for the sake of a narrative for someone who doesn't like competitive gameplay? Oh, I'd say no, since no. I feel like the competitive gameplay is at least 70% to 80% of what that game is. Mm -hmm. yeah i would honestly i would buy i would pay the full price of splatoon 3 if you are going online like 80 percent, 90 percent of the time yeah like that's where you're gonna get all of the the experience from most like you said max is like five or six hours for the single player yeah and it's beautiful it's beautiful and it's quirky but it's a lot of it is some of the missions i'd beat in literally 60 seconds where you literally go in and it's like find the key you found the key bye so it's like mm. Yeah, so I, I think it's worth buying if you're going to leverage the, the online play specifically. Let me go to some of the super text. Veluxian says, anyone else do all of Splatoon 3 stories in one go? It was amazing. Pretty much. <laughs> no, there you go. Mobile Gaming Master Race says, X-Trash lost to PlayStation is my rival. <laughs> Mobile Gaming Master Race, wow. For phones. Oh, it's better than Stadia. Dude, phones are getting invited. Hey. The Stadia slander. Cristobal says, you, you guys think Jim's clap back at Phil is to stall, oh, to stall for extra years with COD to allow more dev time for the next SOCOM resistance, Killzone, or even Mag. Hey, you know what? Let's go. Let's get Mag. I wish. Let's Mag get Mag too. going again. Well, I did see so many people actually bringing up SOCOM. I always forget SOCOM, and I even played it, but people are like, bro, if you're bitching, make one. Make a shooter, bitch. That's the big thing people bring up is like, Sony, one of the other reasons I wouldn't mind this deal going through is because, and I wouldn't even mind Xbox or Microsoft being like, this is exclusive now. Call of Duty is only Xbox. So I want to see what Sony comes up with. Then I come up yeah. with something. Do, do a new Killzone. Like, I already loved Killzone a lot. Even I Shadowfall, love, which people hate. Game. It's like, man, bring it back. Give us a new team. You know, do it. Yeah. 
Yeah, and they they would probably, if it's a live service game like that, I mean, they might drop it on PC and PlayStation day one and just uh, cross-platform play the whole thing and mm -hmm. roll along. So Have you help with it? Yeah, exactly. Killzone would be cool. I, I wouldn't even mind them just doing a new IP. Just let's try something new so we can mm -hmm. try to go up against Call of Duty Military Shooter. So... Dave says, "What was RGT's casting couch comment from last week officially canon in the Spawn Wave cinematic universe?" I mean, yeah, it, it would be for better or worse on that one. Huzzah! No messages. Thanks, huzzah. Uh, Hell Knight says, "Love you guys. Hope Elder Scrolls Six is set in Valenwood. That would be incredible, dude. I, I just, I just want to make sure that." Elder Scrolls 6 is set in my lifetime. Yeah, true. <laughs> That's what I want to make sure. Let's, let's start with that one. Just want the Dunmer to be there. Dark Elf Supremacy. Yeah. Nick says, does anyone know on the cast if they fixed up the GTA trilogy and what they've done about all the launch issues? They have patched that game like crazy. <laughs> they have so the patch notes on one of them was like eight pages of stuff yeah. that they had to fix. I if you're going to get it now, I would look towards like I think the PlayStation version is a lot better. The Switch version is still kind of sketchy, but uh, I, I think it's much more playable now than it was day one. And I've seen it on sale many times. There have been a couple times where it's been like twenty dollars for the uh, collection. So. I I played it just like two weeks ago on PS5 and it's much more stable. I, I never really hated the game in the first place, but I mean it's definitely more stable. But it definitely, I don't know. It still feels weird. It still feels like the the lowest tier of recent Rockstar stuff. Oh, yeah. Ruffle asks, Evan, what if, if Splatoon was on PC, would you be playing it? Not really. <laughs> I, for competitive shooters, I don't enjoy third person over first person. I, I've oh, okay. never enjoyed that concept of somebody around a corner has advantage. Like, you're a, fir you're not a first a person shooter person. Yeah. I, oh, I heavily enjoy those. Okay. Okay, first person. What if they let you go first person with it? It'd be weird as hell. <laughs> it would be. Well, what do you FPS see when you go? Splatoon? What do you see when you go in the ink? Is it just all dark? Uh, I don't know. But <laughs> yeah. I, I, now just I want in the know. shadows. Uh, Intel says, "Let's see. Oh, let's be real. PC players ruin Call of Duty anyway." Oh man. David says Microsoft paid for chip prioritization too. I see Microsoft trying to be a monopoly like they are in the PC software space. You know, it's interesting. I noticed that the Xbox Series S got like a very quiet. It's not a price drop, but they they're doing some interesting stuff with that where you buy it and just get a game now. And you really? can just pick the game like it, it, I, Sean bought a Series S. He picked the new NBA game 2K23 or whatever. There's like, here you go. It's like this $70 game and they just give it to you at checkout and it just zeros out for the Xbox Series S purchase. So instead of being 370, it's just 300. So I, I don't know. They're doing some interesting things there with that, with all the talk around price increases on the PlayStation side. Grizzly said, Nate, he is the CEO of SIE. It's not in the best interest for Sony, meaning also not the best interest for shareholders. What else is he supposed to say? The back and forth is a nothing burger. Who's saying otherwise? Maybe he's agreeing with you. I mean, it's very clear that it's a nothing burger. He's just putting on a spectacle because he has to appease his shareholders and try to do his best ditch effort to get the deal not to be made or to make Microsoft come to the table with a better offer. We know this deal is going through regardless, but Jim Ryan wants to try to look like mm. the good guy to his company and to his fan base. 
I mean, it's always been a nothing burger. That's why when it's continually sought after and people continue to go to the well to make a fan war out of it, it's it's stupidity. I mean, it's, it's just going to go through. It's ultimately nothing in the end. Just because I made nine videos doesn't mean I'm trying to poison <laughs> the well. Jeez. Where says I just need Metal Gear Solid with an original story. Oh, a new Metal Gear Solid. Okay, a new Metal Gear Solid. That'll never uh, happen. Without Kojima? I don't know about that. The Fallen says... So, what was that, Nate? Hold on. Nate, what was that? I mean, Konami think, still owns it. You don't think they're going to take another you, shot? You don't think they could come up with a story for I Metal Gear that, Solid? I watched that happen. That's called Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, Metal Gear Survive. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but that was like a spinoff thing. I mean, look at Kojima at the end with what he was doing with Metal Gear Solid 4. Who would they go get? Like, they wouldn't make it internally. They would go get someone else to make it, right? They could make it internally. I mean, they still yeah, have right. developers. It's true, but they have someone who would lead the project well enough. I don't know. They haven't really done anything like big, have they? Like recently? Internally? Yeah, um, like them, themselves, like on the level of a Metal Gear Solid 5 or something. No, but I mean, in recent years, you could tell they're trying to rebuild themselves. So even if this was a project that they had started, let's say, two years ago, they're probably still three to four years away from actually releasing it. Someone but at in the same time, Konami is teasing some meaningful stuff at tokyo game show in a week so yeah we'll that's interesting bring. i don't know i don't know i i feel like they're going to disappoint everyone but i have hopes i'm back in the konami cycle again i think right. konami's gonna catch some people by surprise oh i like that nate i like it i like it all right good 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 hey tokyo game shows this week Thursday. some more pitching i like it nate i like it all right cool okay okay my 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 hopes are are high now all right i mean let's just i mean you started to buy konami games again that trend may continue. Oh, Konami may be back. Interesting. Are you sure about that? Interesting. Yes. Yes, I am. Okay. Okay. The fall one says Sony is mad that Microsoft wants to be an actual competitor. They had a monopoly during the PS4, Xbox One, Wii U gen and are terrified that there is a threat. Uh, no, they, def they definitely want to make sure Microsoft doesn't get out of hand. I will say that. Uh, Ness says, have you guys played Steel Rising? Pretty good Souls-like game. Can't wait for Liza P. I have not played Steel Rising. I saw the trailers I, and stuff for it on Steam. It looks good. It does look good. I, I meant to buy it, yeah. I, I asked him for a review copy, and they ended up not giving me one, but I like Thymesia. It sort of looked like Robot Thymesia. I heard it actually has really, really, really good writing. You can sit down and talk to like all the heads of the French Revolution, and they're written really well, so you can literally sit down and talk theory and then go fight robots. I'm like, that actually sounds pretty good. Okay. okay. Braden says, thoughts on the Stalker 2 pre-order refunds? Yeah, it's kind of a shame. It sounds like that game's just delayed indefinitely as they deal with Obviously, I mean, everything's going on there. Yeah, they're, your, they're Ukrainian developers. They're in yep. the middle of a war. If you can't understand this indefinite delay, then. Yeah, I don't. I, who knows when that's going to come out then? If they're doing uh, pre order refunds now. So we'll see. Max says, if Splatoon 3 should be DLC, how would you price a new single player mode? Replays, music, stage, kits, supers, quality of life, gameplay, and graphical improvements. $29.99. Yep. <laughs> yeah, same price as the uh, uh, Octo. Well, I mean, the Octo expansion was bigger and more content. Like, compare the Octo expansion to this. You know, this it was cheaper and more. Well, I think they wanted to refine the online play a bit more with the, the lobbies and all that stuff they have That's set the up because thing. 
Yeah, yeah because Splatoon, I, I kind of feel like Splatoon two. I mean, there were Splatoon a lot of games. Splatoon two had in the online Switches. issues. Yeah. The first year of the Switch, I mean, those games started development during the Wii U, obviously. Right, the Wii generation, duh. But like, I almost wonder how many of those were initially like, let's make this next Splatoon game for the Wii U, and they're like, oh, let's make it for the NX. <laughs> so I, I kind of feel like they're like, all right, the Switch is rolling. Let's actually like take advantage of the online system we have now and everything. So uh, that's, I think, one of the big reasons they wanted to do it here, and it'll run them to the rest of the end of the generation anyway. Let's uh, let's let's go to the Nintendo Direct rumors, which were actually kind of a kind of a weird. It was a weird week for Nintendo's Direct stuff that was going around. Uh, this happened this week after we had the passing of the Queen. There was information that got put out. It was from I think Mike Minotti first said it, then Jeff Grubb, that Nintendo had or something was going on within Nintendo, one of the branches somewhere, something, and the idea was brought up or floated that they may delay a direct that was never announced in the first place, which so is not, sort of not funny. Grub, not Grub, Dan Reichert. Dan Reichert. Okay, so they pulled the info from Dan Reichert on their Twitch stream for Giant Bomb. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. And it just went through the grapevine and all this. Okay, because it sounded like he got a message from someone that's like, ooh, this might cause some issues with our scheduling, which... Mm -hmm. I mean, they're probably trying to make sure they're not like having the direct when the funeral's going on or something. I mean, it's is, just, is my assumption during the world. There's event. always these type of discussions when some when a world event happens. Yeah. I mean, if you look at Nintendo's UK Twitter account, you will notice that they had not put a tweet out on Friday. Sure. So it's very likely Nintendo UK socials will honor the period of mourning for the country, and they will engage in social activity. Now, that discussion could happen at Nintendo of America, where they're just saying, this is what we're planning for next week. Is this going to impact our planning in any way? And that could be the extent of the conversation of just wondering. It didn't mean that there were discussions of them actually sitting down in a meeting room saying, well, the queen is dead. We have to delay to direct, right? No, mm -hmm. it's just, is this something we have to consider? What are we looking at? We can get, you know, we'll have a discussion at Nintendo of America, Nintendo of Europe can have their discussion, NCL will have their discussion, and ultimately, if there was going to be a delay, third-party partners would have been informed of it by Friday. Yeah, they would probably know by now. <laughs> they so. would be. As of now, there's still no indication that any delay is happening for this still to be announced direct, but it's just internal banter of something that's happening in the world. Do we have to adjust our marketing plans? I, I can tell you, Nate, after that earthquake happened and uh, they had to, Nintendo had to like kind of scramble and do and delay that direct. Some of those press releases still went out <laughs> like it was. Oh, yeah, it, I remember that. Someone went out because I, I know some places that were like, OK, here's when the direct actually is now. And it's like, mm, OK, Cause uh, it's, but, it's a, I mean, if you're delaying a direct, even if it is due to a, a world event, there are so many cogs in the wheel that you yeah. now have to hit the brake on and you're not going to get all of them. Something is still going to be moving forward, even in a state of inertia, where it's going to be like, oops, that shadow drop that wasn't yeah, supposed to be known now got raided by the ESRB. Now yep. it's public. What do we do? Oh, that embargo, we forgot to send out an email saying, put it on hold. Yep. Now it's published. Yep. So in this difficult. one's this one's really interesting because the direct hasn't technically been announced yet. So if that stuff goes in motion and it's like okay, because before it was announced with the earthquake situation that happened. In this case, 
an embargo could lift on a game that's not even announced or shadow dropped yet and that would be like what do you do if you're the publication then and you just go i mean i, I guess we just put this out I, I mean, I don't, I don't i'd know. post it i'd rather post it and apologize and get those clicks baby yeah i don't know what else you do you just drop it so that's that's one of the things i'm like nintendo's just gonna go with this they're i would assume they're they're fine with it and uh they're i mean it seems like i i saw the, i saw this twitter account called nate the hate that said announcement monday uh, mm-hmm. I assume for a Tuesday or Wednesday direct, depending on where you're on the world. So there you have yeah, the it. plan. The plan is still that the direct will air on Tuesday. Okay. There you go. It's interesting to look forward to there. There were some other talks. I think we saw, I mean, we've seen predictions. We People have been predicting this direct for so long with things that could be there. Metroid primary, which by the way, Metroid primary master kind of has to get announced soon anyway, since that's allegedly November and it's, Oh yeah, true. right now. So they 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 would probably have to announce that here soon. Like that is something that would probably put them up against it if they attempted to delay this direct. So I feel like some of those things probably stop them too. But the good news is Nate, I there are a couple things that are getting floated around. I saw uh Sean was mentioning that that Doc Trey had talked about Batman. Nate, which uh, which which is something that Sean really wants, and uh, you might get redemption there. And you know what? I remember this, Nate, because this is a long time ago. I feel like it was four years ago. You mentioned that Call of Duty was going to go to the Switch. Mm -hmm. That was a long time ago. And that's another one that Doc Trey mentioned. Sean was talking about that Call of Duty remastered. I assume it's just the single player Call of Duty. That'd be a very late port at this time. I mean, when I was hearing about it, it was something that was supposed to come out that year, but I mean, projects get canceled, shelved for yeah, I don't any know number which... of reasons. I'm trying to figure out what Call of Duty would be then. A tactics game. Not this year's. I'd assume. be surprised. Why would you bring Call of Duty Modern Warfare remastered to the Switch now? Are you really asking that after we saw Deadly Premonition get yeah. forwarded alongside Deadly Premonition 2 getting announced? Yeah, but that at least made sense. They had a sequel, so what is this going to lead to? Well, what if COD Remastered had the multiplayer? Because remember, the campaign was all we got. What if we got the COD Remastered multiplayer, which they have already remastered as well? They just sold it separately as part of... It's like a pre-order bonus for Advanced Warfare. Mm. I think if they came out and said... I I feel like the marketing could be like, the triumphant return of Call of Duty to Nintendo. Put down that controller and stop splatting in your friend's mouth. It's time for Call of Duty. I feel like they would want to. They would want to look for a Call of Duty that they would feel comfortable bringing over because the file size is out of control for this game. So that's probably the biggest thing that has to take into account. I mean, they put it on the Vita at one point. It wasn't great, but they did it. So they could put something on the Switch. It's just, is it going to be an 80 gigabyte download? <laughs> so I hope not. Yeah, that, but that's what I'm saying. I, how big is Call of Duty Mobile? That's what I, I should look that up. I think it's like 10 gigs. Okay. If anyone in the chat has the file size for Call of Duty Mobile, maybe you have it on your phone now and you can look. I'm just curious if that's even an avenue they'd go or they can use some of the stuff they have there in terms of compression, all of this and get a Call of Duty on the Switch since it's running ARM. But that caught my eye because I'm I'm curious why now for Activision Blizzard? <laughs> I mean, if that happens, it'd be a cool announcement. I, I mean, I'd be very surprised if it happens, so I would welcome the surprise, but... I would definitely approach that with a little bit of caution. Yeah, I don't know. I I feel like we've had Call of Duty get. That's been predicted at so many directs. Like, so I, I don't know. This uh, I'll believe that one. I see it. 
saw someone in the chat mention or ask if this isn't like an actual direct, not like a partner showcase. Uh, yeah, I, I believe this is a general direct. You wouldn't you wouldn't start announcing first party stuff otherwise. So, um, but exciting stuff. A bit of a scare there online. Expecting Metroid. Expecting GameCube stuff apparently. Expecting Wind Waker, Twilight Princess. Hell yeah, brother. Yeah. Maybe Kid okay, Kid Icarus I think would be cool. But now we're just like just announce everything Nintendo apparently. Is oh is Pikmin Four finally gonna be here? Yes. Oh, it, it was 95% done five years ago, huh. so any minute now. We have to ask that question every time a Direct comes up. Is Pikmin 4 finally getting announced? Because uh, Pikmin fans have been waiting for a while. I Wait. like Nate, you should stay silent on that one. Just never answer. No, Pikmin 4 going to show up. <laughs> Pikmin 4. Pikmin 4. There's a lot okay. of stuff that's rumored right now, so... Kind of just... Pick and shoes. I mean, F Zero is the other one that's like heavily rumored. And I, you really? know what? I hope they announce it. I hope they drop it. I hope it's F Zero GX. Whatever, just put it out there. Also, it's probably gonna be full price of sixty bucks. I gotta see the reaction on that and on Metroid Prime Remastered. I need to see the. I need to see the reactions. I want to go ahead and Photoshop. My thing is, man, they better bundle together those uh, classic Zeldas if they exist. If they charge me sixty dollars for Wind Waker, I'm making an angry video. Hey, Nate, put that out there. He put that the energy out there for six dollars. I just put out the question. Sixty dollars skews on that. I just put out the question if people would be upset with it. Yeah, um, but now if it happens, it's the your responses where why wouldn't I pay sixty dollars? It's like okay. Really interesting. Do for, you have a lot of simps on your timeline? For those but like didn't Wind Waker release wasn't that a fifty dollar game on the Wii U? Yeah. Yep. Really? Do you think they that would be weird? And I even like even as I framed it was you're getting no enhancements from the Wii U version and people were like, yeah, like, why don't you think people would accept that? And so others would say, why don't you why wouldn't you think people would get mad at Nintendo? Everyone was mad about 3D All-Stars. I'm like, what timeline were you on? Because I saw a lot of defense for 3D All-Stars being a 3D timed... All-Stars was cool. Yeah, but people were defending that it was a timed. Release. Oh, no, that's They're weird. Like... And people were saying to me that never happened. I was like, OK, because. Yeah, my video is going to timeline and find it for you. But oh, the time, the time release thing was weird. The the idea of it was cool because it's like, ah, oh, okay, those three good Mario games and on one cartridge, it's all there on a cartridge. That's great. If they did that with Wind Waker and Twilight Princess and both Oracle games, we're in. It's all it takes. What if they made Twilight Princess and Wind Waker a bundle and it's only available for six months? What if they do that and it's seventy dollars, like Sean was bringing up, and they take a shot at a seventy dollars price point? And it's only available until the end of March. Oh, That's the stupidest. man. Don't even put this energy out there. Fucking Nintendo's over there taking notes. Like, how can we fuck people oh, over? And they, and they do that thing where on the spine, they put like a gold stripe just to mess with your collection. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm sure OJ will tell me how it's the best deal ever if they sell it for like 30 minutes. They put a Triforce on the out on like that spine just to just to stick out of your collection. Ugh. Like that. What's that? Darksiders. What's that edition? That's like they, they they printed it on like uh like black and gray paper, and it like just does not fit into your your yeah. spine collection I, or like the Lavo. I, I, I got the European Final Fantasy VII collection for Switch, and it's slightly discolored. And I hate that I have the black spine Smash Bros. Ultimate. It fucking annoys me sticking out of my shelf. I'm telling you, they're gonna something about that. It's gonna it, it is that moment of like 
what's that the the pole where you wish for it and it's like okay you're good but it's yeah yeah yeah. where there where you wish for like oh i wish i could play twilight princess and wind waker portably on this thing and like it, it the, the one finger goes down and it's like here it is for 80 dollars <laughs> oh. uh a lot I, i'm very curious to see how nintendo approaches that and is that something that just comes out this year then like their yearly zelda game they drop that into like october or something might as well if I mean, it's still a big if. There's no guarantee that yeah. these games are even in the director People coming seem out this like year. Positive, this stuff's gonna be here. It's very interesting. They're yeah, like, oh, Wind Waker, Twilight. It's definitely there. Yeah. Uh, Sha- they, they Sean made a video. Time. Sean made a video called "100%. Here comes Zelda." <laughs> Did he really? No, <laughs> no. I'm, oh. I'm, I'm, I'm fucking gaslighting his dumb ass. I mean, you say it enough times, it'll eventually. Yeah, it's true. Yeah. It's true. He's Jeff, drunk. Uh, he's drunk Jeff, at a party. Jeff seems pretty sure it'll be there, along with Metroid Prime Remaster. No, that was, that was Mike Minotti. Mike Minotti said it was a hundred percent going to be there. Jeff said, "I'm not as confident as you, oh, but it makes sense." Interesting. So there's definitely okay. a big distinction between mm. those two. Interesting. Okay. 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 I think it's gonna be fun. So Monday announcement, Tuesday, uh, Tuesday direct, forty minutes. Focusing on stuff this year and then it's next year. So I guess the last question is, is Zelda Breath of the Wild 2 here? No. Mm. I don't know. I'm going to... Maybe. I kind of feel like it's... I don't know. They could wait till the beginning of next year to talk about it. I kind of feel like you should talk about it here because it's like it's supposed to come out spring next year. But they they could they could legitimately wait till January to do a direct and then oh Breath of the Wild two closes out and it's coming out in April or something or May. Hmm. Well, that's the thing. I mean, spring if you want to go literally is until June. Oh oh, Splatoon three came out in the summer. Technically, oh, it, it did. Friday it was yesterday. So Technically, it did. They might release Breath of the Wild two in the, the first week of June. Spring. Yep. <laughs> So they could, they could do that in January or February and be like, oh yeah, it's Breath of the Wild 2 is in Ju- uh, June, here it comes, so. <sighs> okay, well, if not that, Metroid Prime 4. Yeah. Yeah, Metroid, Metroid Prime 4 has to be there. It won't be, but I love to cheer for it, baby. Oh, hold on, Metroid Prime Remastered's there. People are confident yeah. on this. Is it? I, that's what I keep hearing. From who? <laughs> the Metroid, Jeff Grubb is going to shave his head if it's not there. Oh. That's a big I, commitment. Did I he say that? I, I, he, he, yeah, yes. <laughs> we're, just making, sure? we're just making shit up. This is the fake news podcast. I feel like he did. I think he said that in one of them. I know there was something that Mike has to shave if there was no direct. I thought, I thought just he one had of to shave his, his beard. Just one eyebrow. Yeah, Mike has to shave his beard if there's no direct. I thought, I thought Jeff Grubb said something about this, too. I mean, we could shave Jeff Grubb's hair off. I might forcibly just show up yeah, in his but house. He might be... <laughs> Like Samson, you're gonna take away all his power if you shave his head. I'm willing to do that. More powerful because of it. I kind of feel like Metroid happened for Samson though. (laughs) I feel like Metroid Prime Four is the closeout. That's how you do it. You hit us with the CGI trailer, no gameplay, of course. That's it. (laughs) It just just Metroid Prime Four hit us with the year 2023. New logo in space. And that's how you close. Yeah, exactly. That's how you close it out. (laughs) I feel like they're gonna do a. I think they're going to do the talk thing where they're going to come out and have like the director mm. and he's going to be like, hey, we're still working on Metroid Prime 4. It's got like so many graphics, at least 30 frames a second. 
now let's talk about this game that's 60 frames a second metroid prime remastered the beyond good and evil 2 they trick. have to yeah metroid, dude metroid prime 4 has to be a 60 frames oh i know i'm just trolling they can't It'll do that 60 on switch pro that see there we go that, that's kind of the reason i think it might be holiday 2023 you gotta have room for the switch the the new nintendo switch to get out there in the first half of next year <laughs> uh, uh that should be fun It'll be good to see. So we're going to have Nintendo Direct. Then we're going to go into Tokyo Game Show where Konami's going to steal the, the whole thing. And then we're going to go into the Sony show in the end of the month, maybe. I hope so. Yeah. So it should be a pretty busy month. 20 days. 20 days since we're almost we're third of the way month already. So. And then the games begin. Exciting stuff. Exciting stuff. Evan, we have Discord question over there. Is it normal that pre-orders for Persona 5R on Switch, Xbox, and PS5 are not live yet? Um, I mean, it's still over a month from release, so... Mm. I think they're looking to get the yeah. special edition, so they're wondering what the hell is up with that. Oh, is it uh, a, the digital edition? Like a, like a, I don't know. Uh, okay, because I know we have, um, we have the file size for Persona five royal on the switch which is actually i think lower than people were expecting i didn't i didn't try to look on to see if you can pre-order because i'm gonna get that one physically and just kind of put it up on the shelf since that is uh that's a game that's like a hundred hour commitment but it is such a, a monumental thing that it's leaving and going to all these different platforms so that's a good point i didn't even think about that i'm gonna pre-order it too physically because i've already beat the hell out of that game on yeah. ps5 I, I ain't playing it again and it's on it's all on one cartridge so it's not like you gotta download part of it. That's what people were wondering. Like, all right, this game is kind of large on the PS4. Nope, it's all in one cartridge. So you don't have that white banner that's like, yeah, download 80% of the game. <laughs> uh, but otherwise, I feel like it will it should be going live next week or so then, if that's the case. Usually they give you like 30 days. Hmm. You got another one, Evan? Thoughts on if Hello Games maybe set a dangerous precedent in the development world baking other companies... Okay, in the development world, making other companies possibly push out unfinished games in hopes to turn it around. Oh my gosh, because we're hearing about Cyberpunk. Cyberpunk had its uh, DLC that was shown off for next year, and it's a big story expansion. People seem a lot happier with Cyberpunk now. I mean, it's nowhere yeah. near where it should be, but they do keep doing stuff to it. Well, and I, I think for Cyberpunk, I think it helps that they were selling that game for like $7. So a lot of people picked it up for cheap, cheap and it keeps games. getting patched. So it's like, oh, man, this cheap game is now worth like $40. I I don't know, because I I feel like we hear about the ones that turn it around, but then there are some that just get absolutely crushed and never recover. Like, it just never comes back. H hundreds, yeah. I mean, there's literally hundreds of games a day that come out that have an online component and fall apart. That Even if I said their names, you would remember the hell. Like... David Jaffe's game, or I don't know. So, there's so many games that just insta die. Was that was Lawbreakers, right? Well, oh, no, Lawbreakers. Lawbreakers one of, no, his was called uh, Drawn to Death. Yeah, but I think Lawbreakers is a great example. That came out, terrible press right out of the gate, never recovered. Eventually yeah. servers were pulled offline, that was that. Uh, but there's a lot of things that has to go right for you to get back to where you're in the good graces of everyone. And you also need a lot of funding and, and people willing to, to weather that storm. Not everyone wants to do it. So I think most, probably all, would rather take the good publicity out of the gate and then just kind of go on cruise control and patch the game with a very happy community. So I, I don't think anyone wants to go the path of No Man's Sky. On, on the note of online stuff, did y'all see what's happening to Splitgate? 
yeah they stopped development on it because they want to make they the want next to do a one. new one yeah yeah that's so interesting because i i met the developers at uh pack south they were super nice they let me play it it's halo with portals yeah. and apparently they like cobbled that game together and so like all right the game has made so many millions of dollars we have a real dev team now so we're just going to remake the game we have to stop dev on split gate one to make split gate two yeah they're going non-real engine five and everything too yep. yeah and honestly that game is great that split gate two is going to be awesome it does kind of look like a game where you're like okay this is this looks like they tied it together with some shoestring you know yeah i I, I kind of get that one just based on what I was looking at because I downloaded Splitgate on the Xbox and played it a bit. And yeah, you're right, Max. It has it's Halo Unreal Unreal Tournament with portals, but the guns didn't have a lot of punch to them, and it didn't. It, you couldn't really tell you were hitting people half the time with when you were shooting. So, like, I I can understand why they're like, all right, this is working. The concept's good. Let's go back to the drawing board. Mm -hmm. So, but that means in a couple of years, I guess they should have a pretty good pretty good version of Splitgate out. So there you go. There you go. You have another one, Evan? Uh, what game disappointed you the most? Saints Row. Were you, uh, expecting a, were you expecting a lot from that game? When we first heard about it, before we saw it, I was hopeful. Because we're getting a Saints Row reboot, and I'm like, all right, this is good. And they showed the trailer, and I was like, oh, no. It looks like Starbucks made it. I, I I go back and forth on this. I recently tried to play a bit more of Final Fantasy 13. I, I keep trying to run through that again. And Final Fantasy 13 is still such a weird step where Final Fantasy 14 is great. Final Fantasy 12 is great. And then there's this weird crater and quality in the middle. I was all right, I, I was all right with 13. Nah, man. I don't. I just don't like the naming sequences. If everybody wasn't Lassie and Falsy and Cocoon and Pulse, if people had like normie names, I think that might have helped it a little bit. Yeah, like Cloud. Yeah, Cloud, a totally normal human name like that. Mm -hmm. Or Sephiroth. Yeah, normal name. Normal names. I was all right with 13. I don't know, you just had to get 25 hours in before it got started. Yeah, once you get uh, all the characters powered up. 13, and the game opens up, and you're like, this is great. Once you get your lesbian motorcycle, that's still one of my favorite oh, canonical. Shiva, that blew Shiva, me away like, yeah, when I saw that over, animation. Like, oh. <laughs> that was ridiculous. What's happening? 69, and then fucking floor it <laughs> That was a pretty ridiculous summon, I will admit. Oh. That. Uh, we have uh, another another Discord question. I mean, we can get through them, I guess. Uh, we have someone yeah. looking for the Dialga and Palkia DSI online, but he's worried about buying a fake. Is there a good method for making sure you're not about to oh buy a gosh. fake console? There's only so much you can see through those images on like eBay or something, because you can buy aftermarket like shells that try to mimic it it's so hard to do though like to tell if it's original or not unless you see it in person i would suggest only buying those things at conventions if you can help it because you can mm. see it in person and you can kind of grill the person who's trying to sell it to you at these booths or if you you know if there's a uh, retro game shops and stuff like that that's where i found mine um a good while back um then it's i mean it's legit so go to some of these super chats here uh, before we move into the ubisoft stuff monado mario says dreamcast guy has a point a weird point that is but it does make me curious and excited on splatoon 3 dlc expansion and then zuck ass uh oh this is from max the saints row 8 out of 10 the last was remake 9 out of 10 cyberpunk 9 out of 10 on launch day but splatoon 3 not worth it let's hear your defense max uh okay well so that's why i didn't score my review of uh of splatoon 3 is because i had fun with it but obviously splatoon 3 feels a bit more games as a service but in a positive sense since the splat fests and the art and the community is part of it 
I don't know. I still enjoyed my first playthrough so much of Cyberpunk. Um, I gave an 8 out of 10 to uh, Saints Row because, man, did me and my girlfriend at the time get drunk as hell and do every single minigame in that uh, fake insurance games. I think that's kind of the point with uh, reviews. It's it's my personal opinion. These aren't about some gigantic objective. If you took me to court and sued me for my review scores, I can't really defend them. And so, I mean, it's just I beat the game and I go, man, this was a fart or this was good. Like if you disagree with my opinion, uh, well, that's fine. Tell me I suck in the comment section because it helps the algorithm, bitch. There you go. Uh, Rich says, Stadia merging to PlayStation Plus. It's happening. Stadia merging to PlayStation Plus. They already PlayStation already streamed their games. I don't I don't I don't know about that one. There are weird Stadia people on Twitter. Occasionally I go to the Stadia side of Twitter and they are just coping. I'm still shocked Stadia is still a thing. I will admit that. I thought Google would have given up on it, but I thought they were pivoting it to other things, and it's just kind of they... like they're leaving that on just to yeah. do it. I occasionally I still get emails that say, "Hey, you can claim all these games," and like they are throwing games into that pro membership just to claim. There's a whole bunch of them, but like I don't even care to turn it on to go do <laughs> to go claim them. So uh i don't uh I, at this point they need to pivot like you're saying evan and go to the business route and yeah. just take the technology and see who else wants to use it just That's... like microsoft and the altered reality stuff they were trying to move over to business because it really wasn't working for games oh yeah, yeah. the Hol hololens is HoloLens. used by like surgeons and stuff yeah. now you can use it as a uh, architects you can actually see what you're working on just kind of in a visual see? sense that makes sense yeah cedric says uh, in Splatoon, do you dress your character for fashion, or do you make sure you're getting all the max stats, even if the outfit looks trash? They let you do the uh, fashion now, right? I thought someone said that you can make an outfit look away, and then Trans you can put it over top of stuff. Or was that something else? I just, I just look at, uh, I just look at the stats. To be honest, I, I look at the stats too. <laughs> I think the the only thing I'm obsessive with is I think headphones. I don't know why. I think headphones are the coolest thing in video games. You'll notice even in my Saints Row review, my character is always wearing headphones. So I always like to wear headphones in Splatoon. Mm, mm. This is from Brandon says John back on Cold Sona. Squid Sona. John back on Cold Steel. I did I did fire it back up the other day and put another couple hours into it. So I'm I'm working through it. I'm. I think I have another five or six hours to go to beat it. So I'm, I'm getting there slowly, but surely donkey Kong fan asks question for Nate. Do you also believe Nintendo delayed their September direct due to the queen's death or will Nintendo carry on with the direct? Wasn't that already answered? <laughs> it just popped up. It just popped up. It seemed like a pretty easy thing for you to answer. It's going on as scheduled unless something drastic happens on Monday morning. We will know quite a bit more Monday morning then. Probably 9 a.m., about an hour after Newswave goes up. Be ready. I'm sure Nintendo will be there. Ready to start. Yeah, unless, unless Nintendo decides to shadow drop it on Tuesday, which just seems unlikely. Yeah, you feel like they want some build-up because it's an actual like direct, not like a mini or something like that, to everyone's knowledge. All right, let's talk about Ubisoft. We don't, we don't need to talk about D23, do we? They want to watch that other than Max, you watched it. I did. I watched it, was, it too. We can comment it on weird. it very quickly. It was uh, weird. Jordan, you get a chance to see it at all? Well, I, I mean, I've been watching all uh, the stuff. From DC okay, you did. You saw the game showcase. Yeah. Okay. Nate, did you see the game showcase? I saw the new Mickey game and that's it. 
Okay, great. I, I did watch it. It was a very strange thing because they rifled through announcements like I've never seen before. Yeah. It was incredible stuff. I mean, they were they were on to the next thing immediately. And they didn't even like they, they talked about that Gargoyles remastered game and they showed footage from the original. the original one. Yeah. And that was it. And they just kept going. And I was like, oh, wow. OK, I, uh, I, I they started I tried off to count sh- off. They, they showed like 25 games in 22 minutes. It was like some of those games were literally on screen for like 40 seconds. Let's see. Tron Identity. <laughs> New visual novel based on Tron. Disney Illusion Island. That actually looked all right. That was one of the highlights, I think. Looked interesting. Four-player co-op, platforming game, has that Rayman origin sort of look to it. Mickey characters, Donald, Goofy, Minnie. We had Midnight Suns, which, by the way, the next-gen version, or the current-gen version of Midnight Suns, is coming out December 2nd. So it's making this year. I was not expecting that, because it's supposed to come out next year. The Switch and... Last gen versions are, are slated for next year. I thought about this though. If the next gen or the current gen versions come out in December, what if they just end up del- like canceling the elements because it's going into next year and the game will technically kind of already be out? I wonder if that's a possibility with kind of how they're positioning this. It's very weird to I, bring out the last gen versions later. I don't I don't know who the market is for that game. A a card based strategy game centered in the Marvel universe just seems like the weirdest. Like, why give Wolverine and then have punch cards? That seems like the weirdest use of those characters. Curious. I I liked Phantom Dust for what it was. This is basically like Firaxis coming in doing a Phantom Dust thing with nah, uh, nah, uh, tactics I, and, and uh, no Necrom way. And I'll give it a shot. I'm curious. I'll I love Phantom shot. Dust, man. You can't bring that up. Phantom Dust is good. Phantom I'll, Dust is fast. I'll give it a shot. <laughs> this is uh, then we had Marvel Strike Force and then Marvel Snap. So some mobile games in there. There's two mobile games so far. We got to count these up. Two mobile games there. Then we had. Aliens Dark Descent and Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. They legitimately just reminded us that they exist. I, I didn't get anything else out of that. Yeah, okay, thanks, Nate. Then we had Lego Star Wars Skywalker Saga DLC characters, and they're doing a whole other edition this holiday, so they're launching the game twice in two years, basically. They showed New Return to Monkey Island featurette. Or, okay, so they just reminded us that's coming out in a week. Gargoyles, it's getting remastered treatment. Pretty cool. They say that Super Nintendo title in this article on Collider, that was definitely a Sega Genesis game. Yeah, it's Sega Genesis. So get, get on that Collider. Hades and other Disney villains announced for Disney Mirrorverse, another mobile game. That's three mobile games. Okay. Monsters, Inc. That's coming to Disney Speedstorm. Toy Story World coming to Disney Dreamlight Valley. Open World MMO Avatar FPS. That's for mobile. Fortnite, baby. Fortnite. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this was, I guess. Okay. Then we had uh, Marvel World of Heroes. That's from Niantic, who did Pokemon Go. That's five mobile games in the entire presentation. It looks like it's AR-based mobile game. So we'll see how that works out. Actually, could be kind of cool, I guess, because Pokemon Go took off as much as it did. I don't know. Maybe that could do something with the Marvel license. The big one, though, outside of, I guess, the the Mickey Mouse and Gargoyle stuff was... uh, an untitled Captain America Black Panther game. This mm-hmm. is set in World War II. It's from Skydance New Media. That is Amy Hennig's studio. So this should be like a narrative-driven single-player game, I assume. 
I don't really know what to make of this from what they showed. This was very, very little. I was not expecting that we get, this was leaked out earlier in the week. I was not expecting them to go in the direction of Black Panther, Captain America, World War II. I, I liked the little tiny tagline of two worlds, one war. I thought that was kind of interesting well, of like four heroes, two worlds, one war. Like that's, yeah. okay, that's a good tagline. Yeah. Um, and, and I think it kind of I, I'm, I think part of the point of this is it does seem like they're trying to already expand the scope of the Marvel game universe and be like, oh, there's all these extra stories we can tell that connect to other stuff if we want them to. Yeah, I think it's a, it's a cool idea, cool concept. Uh, we'll see more whenever they eventually, you know, show something other than a, whatever teaser that was. But it's <laughs> yeah. a cool concept. I, I think it's it's cool to put two characters like that together and um, have it not be have it be an older. Uh, it's T'Challa's grandfather. Uh, is it, so it's a different Black Panther than you know mm-hmm. we have currently and. I don't know. I thought that that's a cool idea. So it was, I mean, they first announced the partnership, I think last year. So they, this is going to be a little while still before this one comes out, but it's uh, interesting. It's different. Like I said, I wasn't expecting it, but I'll pay attention to it. And that was D23 Gaming Expo. Oh, they showed a scissor at the end, which put all the games that everyone wanted to see in it. And they flashed through that in about 30 seconds. So everyone mm-hmm. wants to see Spider-Man 2 or you wanted to see Wolverine. Kingdom Hearts 4, they were there. So there you go. All our predictions were right. Yay. Any other comments on D23? Bad. <laughs> <laughs> it was an odd uh, odd presentation is what I'll say. Evan, do we have any Discord questions about Ubisoft Forward? I assume we don't because that just happened. No, just the Jeff Keighley question. Oh, good. Ask us that one real quick. And then we'll oh, move into the do Ubisoft we think stuff. he's finally going to create a best remake or remaster category for 2022? I feel like he needs to at this point because we see remasters and remakes constantly. So yeah, yeah, they he should like that. I think that's something that people were recommending to him quite a bit after last year's game awards. So I, I mean, we got like, like last of us, I assume would probably win it this year. Mm-hmm. Unless there's something I'm just not thinking of off the top of my head. Pac-Man. Hey, Pac-Man. I've, I've been playing Pac-Man. It's not bad. What what is it? I still not don't know. Not as bad as I thought it would be. You're right, Jordan. It's all right. Yeah, it's it's not like awful. A, it looks it's, like it's just a platformer, a $30 right? Game. It's definitely a thirty dollar game. It's yeah. definitely it's, a thirty dollar game. It's based it's, on the PS One uh, Pac Man world. Yeah, yeah. it's fun. It's yeah, fun. that's that's where I'd leave it. It's built on Unity. It's a thirty dollar <laughs> game. There are some interesting concepts in there that I forgot about from the PS One. Like some of the bosses are all right. Some of the level designs are interesting. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Don't go into it thinking you're getting Mario Odyssey or, or something like no, that. No, uh, but it's not bad. Not bad. Uh, yeah, I, I hope so. I, he needs to do that because there's always the conversation of should this remake or remaster be in the game of the year conversation like what we did with Resident Evil 2 remake. So, would, they, oh, yeah. would they still make the game of the year, though? Like if there's just not enough in a year that's worthwhile, would they just be like, all right, let's just put it in game of the year fuck it i mean they deal with that with fight fighting game of the year is so clearly uh, uh struggles every year the fact that we had what we had um jump force in there one year because they just couldn't fill the category so at this point you have it i think if there are enough of them and then you just kind of bypass it if there aren't that's that's really all we can go with so Let's go to Ubisoft Forward. This just happened actually a couple hours mm-hmm. before the podcast started. So this is still kind of breaking in general with any additional information that came out afterwards. But this was Ubisoft's event and a lot of Assassin's Creed. 
like yeah. a lot of Assassin's Creed. It's but the 15th let's... anniversary. Okay. Yeah, you know, isn't that we? I didn't even think of that. It's been 15 years since Assassin's Creed came out. Isn't that crazy? I remember when it came out on the 360. It was this very yep. interesting looking game because I was working, I think I was working at GameStop at the time. It's this very interesting looking game um, and it's evolved so much. And there have been so many different games in the series in 15 years. Uh, so well, it is. It's, it's weird that. It's been around so long. There's games that are forgotten. Occasionally, I'm like, oh yeah, I remember the one during the Industrial Revolution with the yeah. flashbacks to World War One, and people are like, what the hell are you talking about? That's that's the thing I'll give them is they certainly put out a lot of games in this series, so they they didn't pull like a rock star and be like, we'll see you in ten years. So, let's yeah, go I mean, after. I'll I'll get into it. Go ahead through. Let's yeah, yeah, let's go through. We'll go through some of the early stuff. And we we saw Mario Rabbit Sparks of Hope yeah it looks good i'm on i've been ready for this game to come out we still october 20th so we're about 40 days out from this uh, I'm, I'm picking this up immediately i like kingdom battle on the switch very good game by the way it's almost always on sale for like 10 or 15 bucks good pickup there also still one of the better looking switch games so completely recommend that um, but they showed off dlc and then they announced dlc plans post-launch this is a common thing now, right? We're just used yeah. to it. Right? Uh, yeah, okay. I, I, I thought I thought so. I, I'm starting to hate it less and less because I feel like it's a promise. It's kind of cool when the game looks great and then, like, imagine if they did it for Elden Ring. Like, there's 20 mm. bosses and then here's another 20 bosses we're going to do someday. Yeah, okay. Because I, I remember originally they would say that and people get really annoyed, especially when they would then drop the DLC a month later. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> But, Here, uh, here's our uh, DLC characters that are on the disc. They did show that Rayman will be part of it. That is interesting. I mean, I guess because they're like technically going through dimensions and stuff in the first. I, sure, I guess they can figure out a way to get Rayman in the in the game. So he kind of doing anything else with the character. So true. <laughs> hey, you know what? He might actually be in a, a highly rated game this year. Then so there you go. So that's coming out. Excited for it. They showed Skull and Bones. I have to ask, is anyone excited for Skull and Bones? That looks terrible. Any, anyone here excited for I just I honestly I just need to know if anyone I must be missing it. I, I've never seen any bit of hype. I feel like my problem with the trailers is they still won't just show us like three minutes of ship combat. It's slow-mo pirates walking in cutscenes and then uh, cosmetic microtransactions on my boat. It's like, no, show me the gameplay. Yeah, I I don't I, I feel like this is gonna be a live service game they attempt to hold up and it just doesn't catch on. Although Riders Republic is still going. They showed off season four for that, and I I did not know people were into Riders Republic like that, but seems like they're they're still adding a lot of extra stuff to it. Division two. This is another one that I'm actually surprised is still going. That is actually this surprising. Season ten. No, season 11. Okay, season season 11 will launch this year, which will continue the core Division 2 story. Five years, Division Year 5. Wow. I thought I thought that game was, like, done. I, yeah, I guess people are still playing that, too. Wow. Or Ubisoft is doing everything to kind of hold it up. I don't know. I, they showed off... Oh, good, good. I was going to say, I thought they stopped development. I, I seem to recall them saying they were going to stop and start on Division 3, but I, I guess I just brain farted because they're See, definitely still doing Division 2. Division 2 was fine, but I you get to this point where they're like, they're in Season 11. You know, I don't really feel like getting into it now. I'd, I'll get into the fresh start Division 3 whenever that is, but I just kind of hang out wait then for that to happen. 
you were really into division was that the first one evan when that dropped or was it the second one too first one i got into second one i didn't get into as much i'm okay. gonna play it for a bit it's my friend who played dude he played that up to like god the last land party i went to with him a year oh. ago they they've been okay. putting out dun uh well dungeons i guess would be the mmo term but just like big missions for end game stuff constantly stuff, yeah. and they're really weird some of the things i've seen mm -hmm. him do to hmm. overcome certain events like all hiding in a corner switching gear like live in a combat and then dropping abilities so they don't die it's like what's happening why is this how this is played now but it seems to be the case oh all right then the uh the division heartland it's a free-to-play experience on console. They just say it's going to bring something new to the fans of the franchise. Streamlined action gameplay, a bunch of quality of life improvements, which basically tells me they just buried The Division 2 in that statement. And uh, it's going to launch 2023. That's then the PVX one, right? The Where it's I basically kind of like yes. a battle royale, sort of, but with NPCs. Yes. Yeah, I so believe it's, so. It's just yeah. the Dark Zone from Division 1 and 2. Mm. Then, the, then they showed off the the division resurgence, which is uh, mobile mobile game. <laughs> they showed off Rainbow Six Mobile, another mobile game. Track. I hate, I hate those trailers. I feel like every mobile game trailer, they're like, "We promise this one doesn't suck." Man, all these they these companies are all making big pushes for the mobile sector right now. Like, there's, I, I, maybe it's because we're getting to the point where phones can actually like run these games somewhat. So they're like, "Let's let's see if it can work." Well, well and some of the financial reports, Fortnite, COD Mobile, and PUBG Mobile have all made literally tens yep. of billions, billions of dollars. Yep. And I think people are like, let's let's try. Let's give it Call a shot. Mobile does make a lot of money uh, in Fortnite, obviously. But it's always so weird to me because it's like if you play a game on your phone, your phone is then not a phone for you. Like, it's, it's yeah. you're not texting or calling or doing anything like that with it. I don't know. It, it seems strange to me to type yeah. your phone in a, something that isn't like a quick candy crush or like oh i can step away from this for a minute you're not stepping away from call of duty while you're playing it well so, someone in my comment section pointed out that in other countries there are certain countries that have like limited technology laws where like importing a computer or a, a game uh. console can cost thousands of dollars whereas your phone is still a typical phone plan usually phone prices are regulated so for a lot of people overseas that this is their main gaming device even if they don't like it so if you want to play cod this is your cod yeah. machine Okay. Let me add Trackmania. All right. Just Dance 2023. I, I stopped paying attention to Just Dance when it left the way. <laughs> then we had a, I mean, just a metric ton of Assassin's Creed. I, yep. this, this, it was weird because they did all that stuff and they were like, all right, time for the showcase. I'm like, hold on a minute. Is this a, this is a showcase inside of another showcase, basically. Showcaseception. They did. Mm -hmm. They went to a whole new set and everything. And they were like, let's talk about Assassin's Creed. And they did Assassin's Creed Mirage. Hell yeah. Okay. I'm on board with this one, Jordan. This doesn't look like Valhalla to me, where I am going to be spending 150 hours of my life to get through the first chapter. This, this will be seems a like smaller in scope game in general than Valhalla. I was getting I was getting vibes of that a first and second Assassin's Creed in, in this trailer. Yeah. I mean, I know it's CGI, but they were kind of like, oh, look, they're chopping their finger off. So they got the blade and they're like disappearing into the crowd and all this. I'm like, wait a minute. The concept this is is back to the basics or back to the roots of Assassin's Creed with this I, one. I like what I'm seeing here, Jordan. Yeah, it's uh, it's cool. It's exciting. I like the setting. Uh, the cinematic trailer doesn't show you anything about how the actual game is going to be, right. but the it at least was a good 
enough trailer to make me go, okay, I like the setting. I like about, what we're getting here. How about this? It's $50. It's not bad. So it's it's not full price, which t tells us our, where our expectations should be for this. I'm kind of thinking a 10 to 15 hour story. Just me, expectation wise. Yeah. Wait, wait, Mirage is 50? It's $50 from what I'm seeing, yeah. What? Is it? And wait, it ends up being a side it's, scroller. It's cross gen in 2023. So everyone needs to stop and think about that. We are indeed getting PS4 and Xbox One VCR. Nate, that thing's still alive. You can take it out of the closet in 2023. It is still happening. Yeah. But there's a lot more happening with Assassin's Creed. They're going to show us. They're going to show us gameplay at some point because it's 2023. It's coming out. Mm -hmm. I am. Uh, it's on my radar. Yeah. I am much more interested in this than I have been in something like a Valhalla or even Odyssey because Odyssey was another time sink. I liked Odyssey a lot, though. It I liked it. Sink, but I liked it was Odyssey a time a sink. That's, after that, though, I was like, eh, maybe I'll pass on with, <laughs> with, with the new era, the last three Assassin's Creed games, it the Assassin's Creed of it has not felt like Assassin's Creed. No. It's just become some open world game with They're the title, using the title. Assassin's Creed, yeah, uh, yeah, which yeah. is fine, but it's, you know, this this is proper Assassin's Creed. If you're a fan of as far as we know, if you were a fan of Assassin's Creed 1, 2, mm -hmm. 3, even Black Flag, um, you know, just, I guess, minus yeah. the pirate stuff, then this sure. game is going to be probably up your alley of uh, excitement. And the future of Assassin's Creed, um, they really laid out a lot that I wasn't sure if they were finally going to go into. Um, and it was kind of interesting. So we have, obviously, Mirage. That's the next big one mm -hmm. we got our finishing dlc for valhalla which is crazy that we're still getting the last chapter the final bits of uh dlc for that uh speaking of mobile there's a full-fledged assassin's creed mobile game coming to china um full full-on assassin's creed game on your phone um apparently finally the mobile game announcement oh. yeah i think yeah just i don't <laughs> that's cool whatever I, i'm not i don't I'm not gonna play it on my phone mm -hmm. uh even if it was there, i think it might be just exclusive to china but whatever um the other exciting stuff was the next bit of announcements where they started laying out the future plans of assassin's creed with uh, right there's there's two games and then this big encompassing thing that they've been teasing and talking about probably for almost seven eight years at this point uh this big all in one standalone multiplayer connected game that will and especially how they showed it off like after they showed off the two new game announcements they showed infinity kind of encompassing those in there and it's going to be some sort of always online expanding game you're able to go in through all these different eras and explore and we'll eventually see that but i'm glad in the meantime we're going to see these uh these other games finally the japan game yes that's that is been talked about for so long mm -hmm. in fact before valhalla came out it was a big decision of which game were they going to lead the franchise with next do they go forward with the valhalla game go forward with the um with the japan centered game and uh yeah they they went with valhalla which is fine uh but i'm excited that we're finally getting the japan one and to to, to what style of assassin's creed we're going to get from that if we're going to get a old school assassin's creed or a new school assassin's creed I think it's definitely based on the open world comments going uh, going more of the new school way, which is fine. I think we're just going to get a Ghost of Tsushima right Yeah, there. I was going to say, the. did you see the, the, some of the key art for it? They put out like a yeah. little piece of concept art. And mm -hmm. it definitely, to me anyway, has some uh, some some Tenshu Ghost of Tsushima vibes to it. Yeah. I, I mean, that's 
that this is the announcement a lot of people have been waiting for is for Assassin's Creed to finally go to Japan. Yeah. And that's how you lead off Assassin's Creed Infinity, which they did call their hub, by the way. Right. So I that's think your name. account system will be linked to it and it will just go between all the different games, basically. So if you want to buy your mm -hmm. currency, microtransactions, it'll work across all of them, basically. Well, it also sounds like because they talked directly after that about bringing back multiplayer. I also think you'll go into the Infinity Hub and there'll just be like a part of it that is all the multiplayer. So if they come out with a new game, they can just also keep building onto the single big okay. multiplayer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. It should be something along those lines. And then uh, our oh, last it is code. Game. It is code name uh, red, by the way, for that Japan uh, feudal Japan. Assassin's Creed yeah. game. Go on, Jordan. And then Jade was the um, the mobile one, and mm -hmm. then uh, Hex was announced, which looks like, I guess, based on the imagery and based on the uh, the actual title logo, somewhere like uh, something to do with witches. Something well, to yep. do with the like, the leak is the leak is that it's during the Salem witch trials. Right. That the, yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Oh, which that no, sounds not Salem. Right. It's during the witch trials of the uh, Roman Catholic Church. Oh yeah, yeah. That's Sorry, yeah. But yeah, like Inquisition. That sounds interesting. Like that, yeah. that sounds like a really like that's that sounds less like oh we're just picking a really cool place to set it. That sounds like just a cool story. And I don't know, it's not just like the time period anymore. It just feels like the setting is going to be way more interesting in that game than I think we're expecting. Very creative. Yeah, they can do yeah. a lot of cool things with that. I think. Yeah. Huh. So I mean, the future of Assassin's Creed is looking pretty actually. Pretty interesting. I I will admit when they did Valhalla, I was like, oh. I don't know. And I, I, they showed it so much too. It kind of got that death loop syndrome to it where they kept showing it and kept showing it. And by the time mm -hmm. it came out, I felt like I played it already. Uh, this this could be good because they have Mirage going into next year. Then we'll get the Feudal Japan Assassin's Creed into 2024 and then Hexe or whatever. That'll come out a couple of years later, I assume. And uh, they'll, be, they'll be off and running with Assassin's Creed. Jordan, are you excited? Mm -hmm. Yeah, I'm excited for the future of Assassin's Creed. Um, I mean, the last, again, like the last game definitely did not put me in the best um, spirits for the franchise. Uh, but I think all these announcements have made me more excited and optimistic for the future. I like that there's going to be at least some going back to the basic roots, uh, some open world stuff, and then just unique and different settings that um, I'm just really excited to see. So I'm for it. I like the idea of them doing these smaller spin-off Assassin's Creed, even though because it sounds like Mirage, they mentioned set up, started as an expansion and then moved mm -hmm. into this standalone game. I don't mind that. Like if we really enjoy the feudal Japan setting for S Assassin's Creed, I don't mind if they go, okay, now we're going to do this, uh, this Assassin's Creed side story that will be in feudal Japan. I'm fine with that. And it's $50 or whatever. And they release it and it's more classic Assassin's Creed in there. That's cool. So I, I wouldn't mind them doing that and even adding it as part of the infinity hub or something. So, um, but Hey, Assassin's Creed rolling, rolling along strong Valhalla is their best selling game in the series. So it's, it's not really dying off or anything. It's, it seems to be getting stronger. So mm -hmm. I think feudal Japan is going to bring a lot of people back who maybe even kind of gotten away from Assassin's Creed. But hey, maybe Mirage will do that first. So what do you think, Nate? You excited? You, you back into Assassin's Creed, Nate? No. Oh, look at this guy. I'm not, I'm not going to get excited based on concepts. I want to see it actually be executed well. It's easy Mirage. to have an engaging concept when you have nothing to show. What about Mirage? 
Mirage is a step in the right direction, but I still I need to see the game. I need to see mm. strong gameplay and see the direction they're taking the project in. Until I have that result, yeah, it sounds intriguing, but it's not enough for me to become invested in Assassin's Creed again. Okay. Okay. That's fine. I mean, they, they're going to show gameplay for it. Hopefully it looks like classic Assassin's Creed, but I'm on board for it. I'll, yeah. be, I'll be paying attention. And that was Ubisoft Forward. So we had D23 Games Showcase. We had Ubisoft Forward. So Ubisoft Forward, I think, was better, obviously. But it, nothing nothing yet really setting the world on fire just yet. So maybe this week coming up, we got Nintendo Direct. We got the Tokyo Game Show. So that should be fun when we get back together on the podcast next uh, next Saturday night. Evan, do we have any more Discord questions left? No, we're good. All right, very good. I will double check some of the super chats here. Uh, and of course, there's no after show because Sean's at a party with a magician, apparently. <laughs> magician. That's a totally normal thing to show up to a man's wedding anniversary. Toxic Radio TMO6 saying Dreamcast guy got ratioed to Oblivion over Splatoon 3. He's did I? He's got a little skull emoji. Oh, maybe that's a squid emoji. I don't know. It's either skull or squid. Where did I get ratio? I'll be honest. Sometimes somebody will retweet me and say something super random, and I have no idea what they're fucking talking about. <laughs> like I remember when I I did it like Square Enix at E3, and someone replied with a clown emoji, and it went super viral. And I was like, <laughs> I don't. You're mad that I liked Final Fantasy 16, or I don't know. I don't care when people ratio me. I don't know. Liam says, "Will we ever get a non-shooter Splatoon spinoff? What they what, like kid? a ta tactics game? What would Side they do? A tactics game? Uh, Side scroller beat them up." I wonder what they would do. Huh. With Splatoon is just a shooter. Like you just ink everything. I don't know. Well, there was talk. Somebody pitched an idea once that I liked, which was uh, doing a battle royale, splatter royale, yeah, and actually drop cool. into a map and get random weapons and stuff. And whoever paints the most before dying wins. I think that'd be fun. That'd be interesting. A visual novel works for everything. <laughs> there you go. Revive Digimon. <laughs> Cedric says a Nintendo phone that could play Switch games. Dear God. A Nintendo phone, Nate. Come on. They have the patent and everything. It looks like a little Nokia phone with Yoshi on it. Would that just be a Switch that has chat built in? Oh. <laughs> that is the weird thing. Nokia. That is a big drawback for Splatoon, by the way, because when you go to like Splatoon 3, when you go to start a party, you can hit L for voice chat on or off. And I was like, oh, wait a minute. No one said that. And I, I turned it on. It's like, all right, now get your phone. It's like, oh, <sighs> Splatoon 3 is a game. I feel like voice chat is, I don't say, I guess it's not a requirement, but man, it's close. You need to know where people are, what they're inking and where everyone's running to at any given time. And it's, it's hard without any kind of voice chat. And I do not feel like using my phone for that <laughs> at all. We need Discord built in. Come on, PlayStation's mm -hmm. getting it. Xbox is getting it. Get with it, Nintendo. Get get Discord on that system, please. Uh, I think that's I think that's everything actually for for the podcast tonight. Kind of light. Didn't have the weird ramblings of Sean or or whatnot or or OJ battling back and forth with them. So should have a pretty good Saturday night set up next week with a lot of stuff happening. Let me go around here though. Starting with Jordan Fringe. Jordan, where can everyone uh, find you? You can find me on the YouTube channel, Jordan Fringe. Uh, yeah, thank you for having me on. Good to have Jordan here, as usual. Max, Dreamcast guy, where can everyone find you? 
uh, youtube.com slash dreamcast guy. Uh, I got a video on Monday coming up about metal hell singer that like doom rhythm game. Uh, and I have a big secret video coming up on the 21st that I'm allowed to say exists, but nothing else. So, uh, or go ratio me on Twitter. Apparently. Let me, this is from Colson who says spawn wave recommend a DS light aux upgrade for headphones. I mean, they have, if you can solder it in, I know they have stuff that helps with the amp inside the DS Lite. Aux upgrade for headphones. I'll look into that. I'll, I'll, I'll let you know, Colson. I'll, I'll look into this. Uh, let me go to Nate. Nate, where can everyone find you? Find me on YouTube at Nate the Hate. Have a new episode going up on Monday. Uh, you can also find me on Twitter at Nate the Hate, followed by the number two. So we'll have at least one episode next week for certain. Uh, we'll see how the week goes beyond that. Shinru says, when is Spawn Wave going to put the glasses back on? I have glasses, too. I just don't have them on now. I don't know. I haven't really thought about it too much now that I have contacts. I should get that LASIK surgery, huh, Jordan? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I should get it just to annoy Sean. No other reason. Because the glasses back on. I can't now. I, I got LASIK. It's too late. Too late. Too late. Evan, where can everyone find you? Find me on Twitter, Kimmerick's Project. I usually stream Monday, Wednesday, Friday at the worst time ever. But if you're on lunch break at work, maybe check me out on your phone. I don't know. Holson says audio keeps cutting out on my third one. On your third DS Lite? Or headphones. Are your he oh, your if it's his third headphones, then yeah, maybe it's the port <laughs> itself is loose. You know what? Yeah. So with the, the headphone jack on the DS Lite can be changed out. Like it's not, you have to solder it, which is possible. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> you can reset it though. They have uh, replacements on eBay. Have the crickets I... made it in? What's happening? No, one of the comments, the guy saying, he says, just get your eyes removed. Simple. <laughs> Light them on fire and bury them outside. Well, let me double check. I'm going to double check Streamlabs real quick. Let's see. We have Pyra. It says, Fixing my sleep schedules. Can't watch live rip with three, four, three canceling split screen co-op. I've been wondering if that could put them in legal trouble for false advertising since people would have bought the campaign for that feature being promised. Ooh. I do you think about mm. that. I don't, I don't think know. so though. As long as there was any time in a trailer that says these features are not final, they can take out and change anything they want. That, I mean, that won't stop people from trying. Yeah. I mean, anyone <laughs> can present a lawsuit, but it doesn't mean a court is going to listen to it. Yeah, I mean, I could say, I mean, we see class action lawsuits for stuff constantly. Yeah, I mean, you have in, what is it, the UK, where people are suing Sony for $9 billion because they raised prices of games. Oh, yeah, that's a, it's a good case. Yeah, that was, that's going to be thrown away immediately. Yeah, so I, I can see someone trying it because they're going to comb over all the stuff they said, but uh, I, I don't know how likely that is. All right, Colson. So you said it's the it's the headphone jack on your DS Lite. I look just to double check real quick. The replacement part is kind of expensive, but DS Lights are not. So he it says honestly... the OEM replacements keep repeating. Oh, the, then the fault. Okay, if it if it's cutting out while you're playing, usually there's capac <sighs> like a mini capacitor or something along the line. It might just be. I see faulty. the okay, yeah, because I see some OEM uh, replacement. Okay, switch light headphone jack replacements here. Yeah, because these ones aren't too bad. This is like six dollars to get one of these. Yeah, mm. it's got to be something on the board then that just running at to some uh, point, I guess, overheats or something, and then cuts. 
Well, if you do like your your DS Lite in the shape that it's in currently, DS Lite motherboards are like yeah, under, 30, under thirty under thirty dollars. Yeah, I'm looking at them now; they're less than thirty bucks. Rather than keep hitting your head against the wall, there, I would just get a replacement DS Lite DS Lite motherboard. Here's one for twenty four dollars. Buy that, drop it in, call it a day. Because remember, you're, none of the info is on there. Once you pull the battery, they all basically re revert back to uh, the setup screen. So that would be my recommendation on that one this is from liam says if we assume it's four years or so before splatoon 4 is splatoon 4 current gen cross gen or next gen i'm gonna say it's probably next gen what in the hell i mean if it's four if we're in 2026 and there's not a new switch just enjoy three for now <laughs> right i, I can't unless i know don't worry Tats. about four Tat says, I don't think Nintendo needed to revolutionize Splatoon 3. How do you do that when the Splatoon series itself doesn't have a competitor to prove that its formula can be expanded upon? Competition is what creates innovation. Well, well, but I still think you could have done something. Like, honestly, my favorite thing about Splatoon 2 was the addition of Salmon Run. Salmon Run is so fun, and they brought it back for this one. I don't know. I, I feel like they could have done something, whether it is like solo modes or different sized squads or some additional like zones or something. I don't know, like more customization, more random modifiers. So the squids are big or there's more paint, infinite paint mode. I don't know. There's so many ideas and they did none of them. That's my thing is that it's just the exact same game, which is great. But again, I, 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 uh, I see there Colson looking to the capacitor like three on the board i just wouldn't hit your head against the wall too much when the boards are super cheap for the entire thing well, he might have a modded board which is probably why oh. he's trying to keep it okay yeah i understand i understand okay yeah um but i think that is i think that's <laughs> toxic right is <laughs> drink guys guys a splatoon capper <laughs> uh i think that's i think that's everything for tonight like i said finish up a little early but next week we'll be back full strength mvg will well i don't know Tokyo Game Show will be midway through. I don't know if MVG wants to come back yet. Mm. No, he's still, hiding. he's still missing. Mm. He's not going to be back next week? Just conveniently, you think? No, he doesn't return until the 18th. Oh, he, I'm t dude, he planned this out. I, when I said I was going to be on the show tonight, someone said, oh, uh, Dreamcast guy's been ducking for two weeks because everyone's going to dogpile him for liking Saints Row. And I was like, maybe, I don't know. He planned I, this out. I'm telling you, MVG's not coming back until after Tokyo Game Show, just to make sure. Yeah, I'm telling you. Okay, okay, okay. Well, thanks everyone for joining us tonight on the Spawncast. We will be back next Saturday night, 9 p.m. Eastern time. We'll see you guys then.